Welcome to Shrink Wrap, a podcast where Fran and Becky give proper respect to various mental health and wellness topics while adding in a little bit of smart assery that they just can't seem to contain. This podcast cannot and does not constitute therapy advice. However, we do hope that you find the information we share with you helpful and entertaining. Please be advised that this podcast discusses topics that can be sensitive to some listeners. Use appropriate discretion. Everybody, welcome. welcome. Welcome, welcome. So, what's the topic? Oh my god! <laughs> so here's sorry. The, here's the deal, producer. Good stuff. <laughs> Thanks, producer yep, Brody. Yep, doing <laughs> doing great today. <laughs> so here's the deal, you guys. We are winding down. Yes, we are. Season two. What the hell did I you? Did, I want to so know. So this is the season finale, then, right? It's the season. So I want to hear. Finally, from... gonna figure out who killed Johnny. They, we are, <laughs> and it was Sue Ellen. Um, <laughs> I want to hear from you guys. Did you think we'd make two seasons? I know. like what? Hell, I was hoping we'd burn out after two, and then you'd get off my ass. <laughs> So we are going to take just a little break over the summer for family time and tanning and all of that good stuff. Um, So what better way to wrap up season two than what are we talking about today, Franny? Laughter is the best medicine. Yeah. And so time for a fantastic factoid. I can't wait to hear you pronounce this. I don't even know if I can pronounce it. I know. That's why I'm like, I'm surprised there's no B by it. Okay. Okay. So here it is. Pseudobulbar affect, PBA is a condition characterized by episodes of uncontrollable and inappropriate laughing or crying. This is different, you guys, than Tourette's syndrome. Tourette's syndrome is that nervous system disorder where there's like repetitive movements or unwanted sounds. And okay, this is a true story. Uh 17 years old, I moved from Arizona to Michigan, where I went to college. And 17, guys. So I have no idea what I'm doing. I go to see my advisor. So I knock on his door, and I hear a dog barking. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. He's got a dog in his office. You know, nobody did that. So anyway, so I go in there, and I'm looking for the dog. There's no dog. So I sit down, and while I'm talking to my advisor, he's telling me you should take this and this. And meanwhile, he's barking, and he's swearing, and he's slapping himself across the face. Oh, my gosh. And I don't even know what the hell is going on. I am just like, I, 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 that's what I did. And so I left. I had no idea what classes I was going to take. I didn't even know what his name was. I had no idea. (laughs) Uh, One of my classes was abnormal psychology, and that was the class he taught, and Mm -hmm. he had Tourette's disorder. So that's how he showed us a film the first day and showed us what he had, and that kind of piqued my interest in psychology. Oh, for sure. It would have been nice knowing that going in, though, don't you think? I know. I'm just saying. I know. So a good sense of humor can't cure all ailments. What? No. But data is mounting about the positive things laughter can do. So some of the short-term benefits is that when you start to laugh, it does lighten your mental load and creates actual physical changes in your body. Like what, Becky? I love this. So it can stimulate many organs. Organisms? Orgasms? No, I knew you were going to go there. I'm like, why does she even put my letter by this? (laughs) She just wants to say orgasm, but you do you. Um, (laughs) Laughter. 
laughter enhances your intake of oxygen-rich air, stimulates your heart, lungs, and muscles, and increases the endorphins that are released by your brain. It helps your heart by increasing the amount of oxygen in your blood and kicking up your heart rate. And it also decreases arterial wall stiffness. Sorry, <laughs> orgasm and stiffness. I can't even... <laughs> That is a link to cardiovascular disease. So what? But if you experience arterial wall stiffness for longer than six hours, please see a physician. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Okay, what are endorphins, Fran? What are endorphins? So those are the natural chemicals in your brain. It's kind of like natural morphine in Mm -hmm. a way. They're just pain relievers, mm-hmm. right? And they are feel-good chemicals. So that's why, you know, we talked about, and we will talk about in some some episode about self-harm, when people self-harm, people are like, how could you self-harm? Because it activates the endorphins in your brain. It and it gives yep. you that kind of ah, feeling. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so... Here is another benefit of laughter. It activates and relieves your stress response. So what it does is it activates it and then it cools down your stress response. And this increases and decreases your heart rate and blood pressure. This leads to relaxation. Nice. Yeah. And this is a big one for for me. It soothes tension. Laughter can stimulate circulation and aid muscle relaxation, both of which help reduce some of the physical symptoms of stress. A good laugh can relieve your muscles of extra stress for up to 45 minutes, minutes because it stimulates circulation. And you and I have talked about how grateful we are to our husbands Mm -hmm. because they have such, they make us laugh. No matter what, they can always seem to make us laugh. Absolutely. And I always find it fascinating that like, I mean, you guys haven't met people that you might make a joke or say something sarcastic and they look at you with deer in the headlight. (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, how can your brain work that you do not get humor or you do not get sarcasm? Or or my particular genius of humor. Yes, exactly. (laughs) What is wrong with you? Exactly. We will have we will have family members say how annoying we are, Jim and I, because you know when you've been together since you were like both in diapers, yeah, um, you know each other really really well, mm-hmm. and things can happen, and you just know what the other person's thinking, right? And then you start laughing because you know you're both thinking of the same thing, and everybody's like, "What the frick?" But you have this secret laughter humor yeah. language, yeah, yeah. But you know, part of that maybe it is the way you grow up because you're you are definitely introduced to humor at an early age. I don't yeah. know. My dad was funny as hell. My mom has no sense of humor, <laughs> which makes it even funnier. But like, I remember like, here's an example. Like my dad would be watching um, Goodfellas mm-hmm. or The Godfather, like the most violent Italian movies you could possibly. And I'd be like, dad, why are you watching that? People are getting shot. He'd be like, be quiet, Franzoon. It's a love story. <laughs> and then I'd be like, hey, dad, you want to go see the movie Alien? Remember that? Yes. Sigourney yeah. Weaver movie? He's like, Alien? You want me to spend money on Alien? I live with an alien. And then his, his fourth wife was literally standing right there, and she didn't get the joke. Oh, no. Yeah. And so that made us laugh even more because yes. she doesn't understand we are referring to her as an alien. But anyway. So I that's what I'm it. talking about is like some people's brains literally are not wired for yeah. humor. Yeah. Oh, I can't even imagine. When I came into the family, uh, my brother-in-law was in high school 
And he was dating this girl who she's cheerleader. She's very hot, very attractive. And there was one time that he goes, yeah, she's just like really intimidated by you and Brian, who's his sister, my wife. And we said, why? He goes, oh, you guys, she says you guys are just so witty and funny. And we kind of look at each other and we're like, I mean, she's, she's funny. And he yeah. goes, I'm going to stop you. I'm not with her because she's funny. <laughs> I have to tell you, our kids are all really witty, and I think that's fun. And even with your kids being young, Brody, I'm yeah. sure you see it. Oh, yeah. Nora yeah. is, she is razor sharp. And it just, so Grace was telling us how she was sitting in a class, and this one kid was saying how he's not going to college after graduation because he's going to go to the leagues because he's so good at basketball. I'm going to go to the league. I'm going to go to the league. And Grace goes, what, City League? And she said, everybody just lost it. She's like, he didn't talk to me for like two weeks. I love it. Oh. So long-term effects, laughter can actually improve your immune system. Negative thoughts turn into chemical reactions that affect your body by bringing more stress into your system, and that obviously will decrease your immunity. By contrast, positive thoughts can actually release neuropeptides, and this helps fight stress and potentially more serious illness. So when I was a waitress... A long time ago, and I'm not going to mention the physician's name here in town. Okay. Uh, you, you'll probably guess, but don't say it out loud. Okay. I was serving him and his wife, and he had this, okay, this is an old-fashioned saying, a puss on his face. <laughs> Remember that saying? Oh my God, there's so many things that she's saying I can't say. Becky, you can do this. Just I need just a moment. Oh, so wait a minute. Okay. Okay. So wait. Okay. He just had this look on his face like the world. He hated the world, right? Mm-hmm. And his wife was embarrassed of him. You could just tell. She's like, damn, do you always have to be an ass? And anyway, so I'm like, why? You know, here, what do you like? And it's like, oh, why don't you smile? It's a beautiful day. And then he chewed my ass. How dare I tell him, suggest that he smile and blah, blah, blah. So self-righteous Fran writes him a letter that I send to his home. And the letter says, you are supposed to be a healer. And healers Whoa. relieve stress. And stress is caused by blah blahdy blah And what kind of example are you to the community? Damn, Hell girl. yeah. And you know, then I prayed I never got sick and ended up Do with you know him. what? She's like, I don't know where Camille gets her attitude. <laughs> That's just so weird that Camille is just so strong and outspoken. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a mystery, Scooby. Uh. <laughs> oh, laughter, laughing can help you stay safe from viruses. Um, it relaxes more anti-infection antibodies to help protect your body from infection. And I'm laughing because, I kid you not, you guys, I never got COVID. Knock on wood. I was I've, just going to say, I've, the cure to COVID. I've never had COVID. I've had antibodies tested once. I had no antibodies. I don't know. And mm. it's not like I'm just sitting at home in the basement. Right. Like I'd like to be. Um. Yeah. <laughs> in your sweatpants. Maybe this is the key. Maybe it is. Oh, so, okay. The best okay. laughter is the kind that either makes you pee your pants or cry. You yeah. know when you're laughing so hard, you are crying. So, yes. Brody, can you think of anything that has made you laugh till you cry? We were just filming a TikTok at the store uh, the other day, and it wasn't that funny. There's no reason for it to be that funny, but we it took 
probably 20 minutes longer than it should have because we were just on the floor. Yes. And it was it was great. Every take was just awful. Yeah. And we knew it was going to be. Yeah. And it was so fun. It's like you yeah. just get a bug. Yeah. yeah. I have to tell you, I remember this. We were driving to one of Jacob's football games in Yankton, South Dakota. Mm-hmm. And Grace was little. And I'm in the backseat with her. And she's like, Mom, do you want to hear about the book? I wish she were here right now because she could tell me the name of a book because I always forget about it. She's like, but we're reading the book Stink Bomb. And Stink Bomb, and you guys, she didn't she didn't pause for a breath mm-hmm. for like 45 minutes. Oh, my God. And so as I'm listening to her talk, and she's not even pausing, in my mind, I'm like, will she ever stop? <laughs> will she ever shut up? Are we going to be driving home in four hours? And she's still going to be going Without out of taking them? a breath. Yeah. Yes, and but... so then I start getting the church giggles. <laughs> and then she's like, Mom, it's not a funny book. Stink book. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just crying. <laughs> I feel like the worst mom, but I'm like, kid, read the room. <laughs> That she and she's like, I didn't know why you were laughing. See, and I was the mom that would be like, okay, this is noise pollution, and you're done. <laughs> and so I did. And so Camille literally went to school and told her teacher, my mom tells me that when I talk too much, it's noise pollution. <laughs> Fran, you are supposed to be a healer. <laughs> You laugh until you cry. Sebastian Maniscalco makes yes. me freaking cry. And there's one episode where he talks about his grandma cooking in the basement. <laughs> and she's wearing some kind of mumu and one boob is hanging out one side of it and one boob is hanging out the other side of it. And I can just picture this Italian grandma sweating in the basement, just cooking yaki and mustacholi and all of that. And she's just with her boobs hanging out the side of the mumu. But he, his body language is it's a scream. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Increases your personal satisfaction. Laughter can make it easier to cope with difficult situations, and it helps you to connect with other people. For me personally, humor is a way to control a situation because mm-hmm. not only like instead of being mad, I'm going to I'm gonna crack as a, a joke, right? And I'm going to get my point across in yeah. a way that isn't mean, but yet it gets the point across like with my mom. My mom will call me, right? And she's going to talk about God only knows what. And then I can count to three and then she's going to call again. So I used to get pissed. And now I'm like, pick up the phone. Two call Nani. And then she goes, oh, yes, Francine, one more thing. I I hang up the phone, count to three. Three call Nani. Every time I answer it, it's like, you got to laugh or you're going to go nuts. Oh, my goodness. So I threw years ago, I threw a, a baby shower for somebody. And I didn't have time to be throwing anybody a baby shower, but I just did it. And I had read in some magazine that if you have to bake bars at the last minute, but you need to be able to cut them to um, put them in the fridge for a little bit. And then mm-hmm. they go, so I put, we're in South Dakota, so I didn't have to put them in the fridge. I put them out on the deck and then I bring them in and I'm cutting them with a pampered chef pizza cutter. Yeah. And I've got my arm over the pan and I slice my <gasps> thumb. I still have a scar. You guys can see the scar. Ew. So I slice my thumb open. Yeah. And Jim takes me to the ER because it was just bleeding like a mother. Over the brownies. Over the brownies. Did you save the bars? <laughs> of course I saved the bars. <laughs> she licked it off and served <laughs> so it. So I'm sitting there and the nurse comes in and, and she's like, um... I don't. She, I don't know if she asked me if I had anything to drink or what the deal was, but I made the joke. I should not have had that fifth margarita, and she spun around <gasps> and left the room so fast. And Jim's like, Becky, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> so 
she comes back in and I'm there, you know, with my arm in the air. I'm like, I really haven't had anything to drink. I just joke. And she's like, mm hmm. Yeah. She's one of those people I don't think their brain goes right. that way. Yes. Yeah. But that is my coping mechanism. Yes. I will just make a joke. Exactly. Um, it can also improve your mood. Mm-hmm. Many people experience depression, sometimes due to chronic illness. Laughter can help lessen your stress, depression, and anxiety and may make you feel happier. It also improves your self-esteem. And actually, you can learn to be humorous. You can, if you want to, right? Mm-hmm. You can put humor on your radar and you can be like, okay, I need to make a study of this apparently, yeah. right? And look for phrases or movies or comedians or whatever it is that rocks your world and mm-hmm. study it and post it and put it on a poster. I don't know what you do, but but really kind of make it in your in your consciousness. So you're like, I'm going to laugh today. I'm going to appreciate humor. I might even make a joke. Mm-hmm. So I think that, at least for me, if I'm really sad or I'm really stressed out, if I pull up a YouTube video for just a few minutes of mm-hmm. a funny comedian, it can completely change my mood. Yep. You know? Do you remember Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy? On Saturday Night Live. Yes. Um, I have Deep Thoughts, Deeper Thoughts, and Deepest Thoughts, the books, mm-hmm. before we could pull shit up on YouTube because yep. I'm slightly younger than Fran, but just slightly. Yes. Um, and if I was having a bad day at work, I would shut my door and I would open up one of those and just giggle. Yes. Yeah. So find a way to laugh about your own situations and watch your stress begin to fade away, even if it feels forced at first practice laughing. It does your body good. And I love this. You know, again, like I said, it's my coping mechanism, Mm -hmm. but I really think I can find the humor in just about anything. Yeah, I agree. I've seen you do it. Yeah. Well, I think you have the same, definitely the same. Um, Brody puts the fun in funeral. Yeah. So he's got that. Yeah, for sure. If you reorganize all the letters of funeral, it spells real fun. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) You're going to hell. Right. See you there, buddy. Yeah. Make it a habit to surround yourself with people that are funny and that are going to laugh with you and tell funny stories and look at the light side of life. I mean, it is, it's like therapy. It really is. It really is. is. And I would say every girlfriend I have has a phenomenal sense of humor. Mm -hmm. And that's what we do when we get together. It doesn't matter what's going on in our lives. Even if somebody's going through like a really extraordinary rough time, we will find a way to make fun of it. So for example, it's COVID. It is May of 2020. And I have a group of friends and we get together a couple times a year. And so I said, let's get together on my back deck, Mm -hmm. you know, because we're supposed to socialize outside. Well, at that time in our backyard, we had a tree that is actually illegal in some cities and some states. Some marijuana tree or what is it? Nope. It's, um, I don't even remember the name of it. We called it the stinky tree and literally it flowers every two to three years and it smells like rotting fish Hmm. it is disgusting it was there when we bought Hmm. the house it is no longer there Mm -hmm. but we took a picture in front of it because it's really pretty and then all my friends said hey look at the great picture in front of becky smelly bush (laughs) (laughs) and those are my friends i love them i love them oh Know what isn't funny. God, this is rough. Don't laugh at the expense of others. Um, Some forms of humor aren't appropriate. And use your best judgment to discern a good joke from a bad or hurtful one. My BFF, Karen, um, she always said, if it's funnier than it is mean, it's okay. But even then, you have to know what is mean to somebody. So I'm a big fan of South Park. I think South Park is some, especially in the last 10 years, is some of the smartest television out there. And they have always said, we don't make fun of anybody that doesn't deserve it. Yeah. Uh, we will never make fun of somebody who... They make fun of everybody. Ev- well, it's everybody. Ex- I mean, 
and even the 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 lines that they cross, you're yeah. like, okay, I mean, I can. I mean, I've seen the, I I don't I can't think of anything I've seen them not make fun of. Yeah, and that's I think why it makes it non-offensive because no one group is picked upon. Right, it is everything. When they did like the Scientology, they did Scientology and they did Mormons, right? So these oh, guys goodness. are behind Book of Mormon as mm-hmm. well, so they can. Uh, some people can find that offensive, but even the Scientology stuff they did. Isaac Hayes was their voice of chef for years, and that's he quit right. over the Scientology episodes. Oh. And they said, okay. Okay, you're going to do that over over a joke? Fine. So then they had an episode where Chef turned into a pedophile. <laughs> and they used, because they owned all of his previous yeah. voices. So they, they stitched together. And oh, it was very no. obvious. He goes, I want to make love to the children. Like, it was super <laughs> chatty. Oh, no. like, okay, if you're going to you're gonna quit over a joke, then that's that's fine. My here's, favorite, here's and I think this was a South Park movie, so this is old. Um, but Saddam Hussein was yep. gay, and he was... Was in hell and Satan was his lover. Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> it was yep. hilarious. Oh my god, that, it's terrible. You gotta, you gotta have a relatively high threshold for it. But I think that's some of the I, smartest television out there. I love it. <laughs> Let's I'm try sorry. this, you guys. We're gonna try it. Okay. okay. So Becky and Brody are my guinea pigs, and I want you guys to just right now fake a laugh. So smile, turn the corners up of your mouth. Go ahead. You gotta laugh. You gotta laugh right now. Brody! This is so not hard for me. You have to seriously laugh. I want you to laugh. But a fake laugh? No, really laugh. Think about the South Park where they were bleeding out their butt and they thought they got their periods. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I think I got my period. (laughs) Sorry, that was another favorite of mine. Okay, now take a minute and tell me how you're feeling. If you're more relaxed, if you're more energized. This is some hard-hitting hard hitting evidence Yes, right it here. is. Oh, did this back that's, up everything we've talked about for the past 20 minutes? Oh, it? Well, yes, good. Look, look, it does. It does. But that's why, and I don't use humor with all of my clients. You really have to you read have to your know. clients, yep. right? But I did, you know, over the years I had one and on and on and on about complaining and blah, blah, blah. And I was being so empathetic and so caring and and. Then I finally said, it's time. What time is it? It's time to call the ambulance. And we busted out laughing. And I could only do it with this person because we had a very respectful, <laughs> longstanding relationship. At that point, were you like rolling the dice or did you know no, it was going to No, I knew. I just, it was like you intuitively, you just know it's time to just go there. And with certain relationships that you develop yeah. with clients, you know each other. You oh, really, yeah. really do. Yep. And it really is a release. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, I can recognize I really am being kind of dramatic about We've this. We've started rewatching, um, oh, God, God bless him, Modern Family. There we go. Mm. And little Lily, who gets adopted um, by Cam and, and now I can't think of his name. But anyway, she is like four and they're talking about how her humor is inappropriate. And so they're talking about something rough that's going on for some friends of theirs. And she goes, call the ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> and I looked at Jim and Grace and I'm like, that's a franism. And they're like, no way. Yeah, for like, real. Oh, it's totally a franism. For real. The source of what we just went over was Mayo Clinic. So other health benefits of laughter. Orgasm. Fran, I was going to say, Fran has written at the bottom of the page, orgasm. <laughs> 
She's obsessed, you guys. I guess. It does relieve pain. True laughter releases endorphins, which increase pain tolerance. One study had participants watch 15 minutes of a comedy show in a group, and their pain tolerance increased by 10%. I want to know how they tested yeah, that out. What, exactly. did they hit you with a hammer or yeah. what? Right. Does it hurt now? You're watching the Three Stooges and getting hit in the head with a hammer. I guess. <laughs> It also increases your chances of getting pregnant. Now, this is just creepy. Oh, I'm going to quit laughing right now. All right, now. you guys, this is creepy. In 2011, a study showed women going through in vitro fertilization were 16% more likely to get pregnant when entertained by a creepy clown. I'm clown. Than those who did not have the clown what? encounter. Who is paying so for this So if you're trying to get pregnant, please laugh at your husband during sex. Oh, my God. But he's got to wear a red nose. He's got The source is down there. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> the source is down there, all it's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it also reduces stress. Oh my God, I'm trying to catch my breath. I'm laughing so hard. Your body releases cortisol when you're stressed. Laughter is one of the ways your body can regulate cortisol. Laughing increases your oxygen intake, which stimulates body circulation and decreases your cortisol levels. Some studies show that just the act of laughing with no humor what, yeah. can have a positive stress-relieving effect. That's why, are, why I had you guys do it. Like, even just laughing without thinking something's funny. Actually, Barbara's got those friends from Sioux Falls that do um, laughter yoga. Right. It's a Dan, thing. Dan, and I can't think of Dan's wife's name right, right. now. Yep, it's a thing. Yeah. The source for this is Amberly Lavelle Peterson. She's really just um, somebody Fran met off the street. Right. But we do want to cite her words. We are definitely crediting her. <laughs> She's got a thing for clowns and 25 children. <laughs> Laughing and learning. And I thought this was really interesting because, you know, you have a lot of, like, let's say college professors that are dry as F. Yeah. Right? And then they don't understand, why are my students getting poor grades? And it's Mm -hmm. like, so a growing body of research is suggesting that when used effectively, classroom comedy can improve student performance because it reduces anxiety. It makes the kids more interested. They want to participate. And it also increases their motivation to learn. Nice. I know. One study pointing to humor's benefits appeared this year in college teaching, where psychologist Randy Garner, PhD, found that students were more likely to recall statistics lecture when it was interjected with jokes about relevant topics. Uh, okay, speaking of dry humor, yes, how do you? I okay, know. first of all, what are you doing over there, fidget spinner? You guys, yeah, I'm sitting. Her legs, across, she's like bicycle kicking. I am kicking down sitting here. across the table from Fran, and she is spinning back and forth like I don't even know what. Like, I, are you okay? Okay, did somebody hurt you? No, I am What's totally fine. I am like doing yoga over here while you guys are just, I don't know. No, how do you make statistics funny? I mean, how I funny know. can the bell curve be, really? Right now I'm thinking like, what is the average of France rates per minute of going back and forth in the freaking chair? Yes, you can calculate that. 
I couldn't, though, because I'm too dumb. Oh, I can't do it either. (laughs) Humor can pique students' interest outside of the classroom. And actually, one study found that when a professor inserted self-deprecating jokes and cartoons, that in the introductory psychology course, the students would log on to the online system when they were outside of the class. So it is something that draws them in. So being somewhat of a performer, having some witticisms. Oh, witticisms. Little (laughs) witticisms. An article in Humor, the International Journal of Humor oh my Research. God, who, oh, number one, who comes up with this? Yep. I mean, who we've got? We've got things like cancer and war, and let's let's study humor, which of course is the group I want to be a happy, part of. But still, it's a happy journal, right? Yeah. I want to be in that journal. I do too. Okay, says that during students' most anxious times. I think this is brilliant. Like prior to the exam, when you have that anxiety, test anxiety, and also like actually in the written directions, if you're writing funny instructions or giving them some funny instructions before the exam, it helps them perform better. Nice. The source of this, American Psychological Association, Zach Stambor. Hey, thanks, Zach. We appreciate that. We do. So this is what we do in our podcast. We take information that's really important and a lot of times really serious. Right. And we make it funny and relatable so you learn and you enjoy the learning and the knowledge sticks with you. And also because laughter is contagious. Mm -hmm. And so just listening to someone else laugh can be enough to start a person's laugh or start a person laughing. And the reason I got all hung up there is I literally visualized myself sitting in my office, which is across our office from Fran's office, if you can imagine this. Like, you cannot get further away from Fran than I am. And I will hear her cackle. In therapy. <laughs> In therapy. It's so true. And my client will go, what was that? And I'm like, oh, that, that's a Fran. That's, <laughs> geese. that's geese flying over the building right now. And it just makes me laugh every single time, which is why we're bonded. It yes. promotes social bonding. Absolutely. Laughter can make a point in a gentle way or in a direct way. And I remember when Camille was dating this guy downstairs in the basement. And you know, like when you're a teenager, you better listen to this party because this okay. is going to happen to you. Yep. Like your daughter, your sweet little Nora is going to have this boy and you know he's horny, really horny. Mm-hmm. And he's down in the basement, right? And you don't want to just like be down there doing nothing like dusting, right? So you're like, how much should I be down there? Should I not be down there? I don't know what to do. I've been making up shit. Like I got to pick up dirty laundry or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can only do that so many times. So I knew I had to go to my neighbor's house and get something. And I was like, I just had a bad feeling about it. But I'm like, okay, I'm going over to Cammy's house and see ya. And then I said, sex kills and so do I. <laughs> I'm going up the stairs. So somehow to you, that is less awkward than making up an excuse to go check the laundry again. I know it. You know, it's a time saver, Becky. Okay, get off my ass. I bet at the time it made you laugh and it was a total buzzkill for them. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So two birds, one stone. That's right. I love it. Power to the people. Now, what you can do, Brody, is send their younger siblings down. That's a good one. Yeah. That's, yeah. Grace had to go downstairs a few times. And you just like, please don't let this like traumatize her for life. But if it does, oh well. Yeah. Right. That's why we have a therapy fund. Do the sacrificial child. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, you guys, thank you. Please have an enjoyable summer. Um, catch up on the episodes that you haven't had a chance to. And uh, we'll be back this fall for mm-hmm. season what? Season three. three. Season three. Wow. <laughs> On the Ocho. Um, Thank you, everybody. We are the Shrinks. And that's a wrap.